0: Hey yeah, all welcome to my YouTube channel Alright, so oh uh, man, where do we even start? I'm really concerned about my mental health Because now I'm now shooting a podcast solo, yeah. Not, I mean, I've done this before, but I think I'm gonna have to do this way more frequently. But it's just been hard trying to find a guest. Well, it's not been hard, but it's, it's not been hard. Really. I'm just, I'm, it's really depressing when I think about it. Like, how much uh, of this do I attribute to my uh, to my own laziness? Like, how much of this is just me? How much is it that I struggle to find a guest and that, I, that I'm really conservative with my effort or how much of this is, um, is me just being, being a lazy fuck? Uh, uh, that's, and I really hate, I kind of hate the, uh, in a way, I hate this because now you go on YouTube. There's all these. I don't want to be like like this cliche YouTuber. Cause that's just. I just. Oh my God. I have to. I have to turn my phone off. For sure. This is uh... so much. Like, you go, I'm I starting to go through social media and like, realize, like, how much shit is just on here. It's just, everybody's just, everybody just wants to be, be a star. That's all you see. And, like, everyone, everybody thinks they have something important to say. And I know that, and me, I, I'm not here just to, just to have fun, but, like, there's no message I'm trying to send out. I saw, I, saw, I saw this uh, a while ago that, uh, this, that, that just disgusted me. Like Some girl posted on, on, on a story a, a picture of her, of her toilet with the caption, this is how clear your peace should be. Like, what the fuck is it, wrong with people? It, do, you, do people seriously think they have much to say? Do they really think they're being helpful? Everybody, everybody just wants to be like this, this. Everybody wants to be a reality star. Nobody wants to work for it. No one's. Nobody wants to be. And I think that's it. Everyone wants to be recognized, but nobody wants to. To, to nobody has anything worth recognizing. And, and there's, I think that's a, that's a. Let's, let's dive into this, like, this, this branch out. Go so, to um, branch out and like. Let me calm down. Whew. We'll come back in this. You know? Let's come back. So, I've been, uh, I take a, t- I've taken a break from the, uh, from the podcast. Uh, it was unintentional. Like, you no, know, I kind of like doing this, you know, trying to, like, you know, and have it, most of this is me just trying to have a good time. You know, I, I, you meet certain people, especially now, ever since I've been work, uh, doing stand-up, and I've really deep-dived into it. I mean, I've done stand before, but, like, after the uh, Bill Dawes episode, that's when I'm really, Bill Dawes are, KDK, I can't remember. But after one of those two episodes, I really started going more consistently to, to join some in live. Like, I'm making the drives. Maybe Tuesday I go up to Bryant, Texas, you know, at Third Floor Cantina. Rogue Comedy has a, has, a sh- has an open mic every week. Matter of fact, uh, this, today they have Mark Norman uh, performing up there. Yeah. Deciding, like I decided not to go. You know, I'm just such, I'm am just, just such a reckless that I like. Even some things I love, I don't I not go to just because of the amount of people that are definitely going to be there. But I've been that's every Tuesday up there, up there in Bryan, Texas, next to Colorado, like Bryan College Station area, third floor Cantina. Every Sunday I've been going down to Liberty Station. Open mic. I appreciate all those other people there. Uh, Enrique Chacon. I saw him there last last Sunday. Uh, it's easy to go because you know balancing work and and trying to do my my, you know, my balancing work and and my comedy. It's Sunday is uh, more convenient because I mean th- this drive is it's almost like I'm surrounded by death all the time because of the long drives I have to take. Like, there's no safe way to drive from Brenham all the way to to to, to, to Bryan. Like half the road, no matter where I go, like it's a, always a two-way street. You got to travel at like 80 miles an hour. You never know, like when like my your tire pop, like your tire can pop, you drive into a ditch and. You know? Or, like, another car, just not paying attention, swerves into your line. And you go and hit it head first. It's just. And, like, so I'm driving at late. late I'm talking late at night to go a uh, minimum an hour. And I was up Now and I was back to Houston. And I'm driving all, all the way back. Sometimes at, at past midnight, like. And I was like, "No, I'm just." You know, my sister freaked me out here a uh, couple, uh, like, a while back when she said, um, "You know, I had a dream you died." And I'm not usually, I'm not usually the superstition, stu- superstitious person, but you know, there's some things that you know, like I had a dream you died, and like this is where, and I, like, I kind of noticed there. The, that, that, the this sense of humor that goes on that runs in the family because she says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing brujería. I'm going to start doing witchcraft. I don't know whether it's to save me, but she says she's just going to start doing doing some potion shit. Oh, I Oh, boy. People always, uh, whenever someone, like, a musician of uh, uh, gets shot and killed, or dies in an accident, whether it be, or like any any uh uh, how to call it? Like any person uh, uh, of, of big recognition dies uh, unexpectedly, whether it be like Kobe in plane crash, Nipsey or uh, Nipsey, uh, you know, getting shot, or Mac Miller dying with uh, a OD. Like, whenever they... What or, or Tupac is a great example of it, is whenever something like this happens, and they always go back, oh, look at all of his He spoke this into existence. You know, a lot of Tupac's music talked about him, like him dying. And even Snoop Dogg talked about this. Like, he... And now all the superstars, like, oh, you talked your death into existence. Like, and I don't believe that. Honestly, because I rather talk about because you know this stuff is unpredictable. If you talk consistently about uh, you know you dying and you don't die early, that 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 just never. Like I I talk about this all the time. Like I'm gonna probably die in my. If I'm lucky, I I could get to. I'm I'm gonna die in my fifties because you know the my like it it just doesn't run in my family like in my on my dad's side we're lucky to make it my my dad's like extremely lucky to make it past sixty and that's because that, that his uh his deteriorating health hasn't consumed him entirely or but if I like if I keep talking about like. Like I just said, like I'm surrounded by death just driving these late nights, an hour for like long distances at high speeds. And like I died in a car crash, and like, which I don't, like, they, they was like, don't say stuff like that. Cause what if it happens? Like, then it happens. I'd rather, I'd rather bring that up than like, isn't it like even ironically worse to say to talk about how I'm going to live into my to my uh to, to my 80s or I'm going to live a long life oh yeah I'm a great driver I'll never get in an accident and then that's how I die isn't that, that's ironically worse like I don't believe because I don't believe you can speak your death into existence you can talk about live and preach live uh, living a long life, all all the every day, but but that doesn't but that just and if you die die at a young age after preaching for so long that you're you're gonna live a, a long life, that's just gonna be ironically worse than to say, uh, you know, I see death around the corner. And 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 they get to you. Uh, so, yeah, I, I get my. But you know, I try to be safe about it. You know, uh, I try to keep my trucking, uh, keep my my truck, make sure it's in good condition. Because uh, my dad, my dad really warns me. He really warns me, like, you got to always, if there's anything wrong with your truck, uh, get it fixed right away. Because uh, it's just going to make it more difficult to let on You wait for it. All right, 12 minutes. Ah, I'm not even, I'm not comfortable with the way I started this. Which, at this point, like, just feels like I, I, I've gone into deep. It just gets to me. 12 minutes. I feel like I don't like editing, probably because I'm lazy, probably because, um, you know, I like the organic nature because <laughs> that's one thing I noticed when I'm doing my comedy. Like, everything that's scripted, everything I – I like, every time I, I write down, you know, bits I want to do and I try to stick to the script, that's when I do poorly. But when I go up there and I just, like, you know, I still uh, – have my bits and materials, but I, I go up there, you know, I write everything down. That's every funny thought that I had had while I'm waiting to go up. Every funny thought I write down and just fold the paper, piece of paper, put it in my pocket. Don't look at it. Then when I go in and, and when I go up there, I just think of like first thing, you know, they, they talk to you in there. Teach you in, in like writing class back in elementary school. You need a hook. Yeah, whenever you write a paper back in elementary school, this the teacher's always remind you you need a hook, something that can grab the reader's attention. So I, I so I try to come up with what what what's the first thing that should come out of my mouth when I go go up stage. What's the first thing that can get me? Because I, I need this. Because it's sort of like a jump start whatever fucked up thought, like, it's still where, like, I go up there and says, you know what? I've never seen blonde pussy hair before. That's just an anomaly to me. And then, like, I, I read the crowd's reaction, and, like, if I get it, I get it. And, like, if I don't, I don't. I, I can keep going. My thoughts are circulating. Like, I, I always, like, like I said before, I need that wheel to be spinning. I talk about it all the time. My, my brain is just a wheel. And when I'm not, like, every day is just spinning, full of full of funny thoughts. Stuff I could stuff that could be bits. Stuff that they that, that can be I could turn into my material. But and my biggest issue before was getting that wheel spinning. I mean now I know how to how to get it spinning. But I wanna learn how to be more of a a, a more polished uh stand up. That's what I'm, what I'm trying to work on. How to you know I watch, like I watched uh, Greg Giraldo, one of his sets. Who I love, man. Another, another guy who died, died, died at an early age. And like ever since I watched watched Greg Giraldo with that set, I've been gripping the mic the same way, in a similar way he does. Whether it's like you know, you outstretch your fingers while holding the mic, and you come around with the other hand interlock fingers and grab the mic like this and it's nothing it's not that I try to do that on purpose it's just that when holding the mic that just felt natural to me just uh just the double grip The because I need to move like I can't sit I can't do you know just be still up there you know and this past time at Liberty Station you know I was like you know I'm I'm just starting out. I'm doing the graveyard, you know, as Enrique called it. The graveyard sets. You No, know, it's probably no, nothing but four people in the in the in the host in the room at Liberty Station, and when um uh, and when I went up, uh, I was like there was. It's a really small room, but I saw like since there was no people, I was like, hmm. I went down. Grab one of the chairs, and I was like, give me that fucking chair, y'all don't need this shit. Fucking empty room. I was, like, mad. Now, in Liberty... Another problem I have is in Liberty Station, that's where I can't get my wheel spinning faster than I do here in third floor Cantina. and Up there in Bryan. That's where, you know, I just, like, it all just comes to me in a different way. And I can't tell what it is, but one of the one of the big differences that I noticed is that difference between in third floor in third floor you the uh, stage light isn't so bright and you I can see everyone. You know, usually these places have this big big stage light. It's just so bright you can't see. It's just like darkness, like in front of you, and I can't establish nothing. And most of most of my favorite stuff to do is crowd work. You know, every time I... That's where most of the funny stuff comes comes from. Like, that wheel starts spinning once I figure out, you know, oh, wait. Like, you know, I talk to an audience member. Then something funny comes to mind. I say it. Then it's... Then, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Like, I I posted it on my my IG. It's, uh, you know... Uh, there was this girl at third floor. I, she was sitting in the, she was sitting in the front at the front table, and I was like, "How hey, y'all doing? You know, you look like you have lost your personality in the car accident." Which, and like she was shot, like that whole table was shot. Like, oh my god! It, in a certain way, like you know. I feel like a lot of people who go to comedy shows aren't really comedy fans. They're just looking for a night out. They were, um... Now, well, most people, they're, they're good sports, but some people, it just shocks me to see them. Not shocks me, but it's like... It, just me, it makes me feel some type of way when I see them, you know. Uh doing doing when, when you're doing crowd work, you know, you're trying to establish some type of connection. And, like, they're so shocked that they can't believe, they think they're watching TV, that they can't believe you're referring to them or you you you're telling them. It's like, it's like me going into the woods. I was like, and then and I see a grizzly bear. I'm deep into it, like 10 miles deep in the woods. I see a grizzly bear and it's looking at me, uh, looking like it wants to eat me. I was like, and I'm, and I'm not going to look stupid. Like, why does this grizzly bear wants, why does this grizzly bear want to eat me? Like, fuck no. I'm in this environment. You go to a comedy show, you're in the comedian's environment. You're going to, this, it, a grizzly bear looks at me like, like I'm appetizing because I'm the only living, I'm the big li, biggest living thing. And within a mile of it, and I'm standing 10 feet from it. You can't go to like no comedy show and expect not to make, you sit in the front and expect not to make, get made fun of. Now, most comedians, and like most comedians, they don't, crowd work is not their thing. Like, it's, it's more my, uh, like, I'm, I'm trying to get a feel for it. I'm still trying to find a way how I, how I'm comfortable with that. And so far that's that's that feels right every I feel like I'm doing something right every time i I talk to the crowd, but like the some be like some of them you can't just heckle them they're just up there whether they're still starting out whether it's still whether it's not their m o whether it's not their it's not their signature to to, to, to talk to the audience. Like, take you take two comedians like uh, Andrew Schultz. That man, that man basically made his career from, from from crowd work. Andrew Schultz does some of the best crowd work I've seen since Patrice O'Neill. It's just, I encourage y'all to watch this. Y'all on YouTube right now, go watch, go Google Andrew Schultz stand up. Like and, uh, Andrew Schultz, the I think he has a crowd work. Like forty minutes of crowd work on YouTube. Just go check that guy out. The way he, his, it looks like his brain was programmed to, to roast people. Just, and he's just so natural. But you take Andrew Schultz. That's that's different from someone than uh, a, a someone like Brian Regan who, can't, who probably, probably like or Jerry Jerry Seinfeld. They can't. It's not their mo. It's not their thing. You can't interrupt them because that's not the... They're not... It's not and it's not that they're not capable of taking it in stride or making fun. That's just not their type of funny. They, they're... Like, they... When doing comedy, when you do comedy for a long time, I what I understand is you're working your muscles. And, like, those, some, some people, they, their muscles, they're not working towards that. That's not what they feel comfortable in. Or they never, or they wanted to, but never got, never, uh, never worked. It. They never did crowd work when they were starting out. They never did nothing. They just went the uh, typical, the uh, typical, you know, one. Line, whether it's a typical one-liner comedian or a storyteller, that's just not not interactive, which is the best way I can put it. That that they're not, they didn't train their 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 funny muscles, like I like to say, they didn't train their funny muscles to be interactive. And that's why I try not to heckle people. I try not. to... I try to like. I know I'm watching the show. I'm an audience member. I don't care if I'm, I'm, I'm signed, if I'm going up next, but like maybe someone like uh, someone who's well known for for handling hecklers. Maybe you could help heckle them, like Jimmy Carr. Jimmy, like every special, every every show Jimmy Carr does, he, he actually welcomes you. And uh, this is America, but Jimmy Carr is the the funny a very hilarious dude. he's a comedian who doesn't use a microphone but the, the earpiece that goes right here you know it used to stand like this it's just so the most brutal British comic ever uh, and someone like that someone like that you know is programmed programmed themselves to, to, to be interactive with their with their humor yeah. Uh, Another, um, so Tony Hinchcliffe, uh, is involved in some controversy, which is just, you know, it's like, at a certain point, we gotta, we can't understand, I just can't understand the, uh, Uh, what bugs me more most about it is that it's people it's always it's never the insiders who who get mad by insiders i mean like the people at the show or the uh or other com or other comics uh going to perform it's always the the uh like social media the people who who aren't You know, comedy fans who just know that that's where the outrage comes from. It's for those who don't know, Tony Henschler got got involved in some controversy because uh, uh, apparently he followed uh, a uh, Chinese Asian comedian whose name I cannot remember and and I do not want to remember. And he went. he went up stage and says something, like I don't know, try to I don't know what he was trying to do, but point the point is he, he was making he was making a joke. Now I do understand some sometimes you know the uh, when 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 people says say stuff like that usually it, it it's it raises level of, of, of concern when people use uh, derogatory derogatory terms or, or try to speak down on, on others. But really, like people cannot grasp, I, I hate how people cannot grasp the concept that that comedians aren't public enemy number one. You go to a comedy club, nobody it's not a rally. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not a rally. It's not someone speaking their agenda. It's not, there's no plans. There's no billboard. There's no clip. Oh, nobody has a clipboard with a to-do list. It's just and, and, with the purpose of entertaining. Patrice O'Neill once said that all, all jokes, the ones you laugh at and the ones you don't laugh at, the ones are funny and the ones are, are horrible. Whether they're good or, good or bad, they both come from the same place. They're, they have the same birth. It's just someone trying to make you laugh. Now, the you know, Tony Cliff controversy, like, I understand if when you offend someone personally, if I, you know, that's why every time I do my crowd work and I, I'm extra mean, and like, I am mean when I go up there uh, and I let it be known, that's why I always go into the crowd know every everybody who I roasted I, I just fist bumped them. You know, fist bump, dabbed them up. I was like, Thank y'all for for for, for sitting through it. You know, because then, then it makes it personal. Like, you know, I don't want to be like I, I like I grew like growing up I, I was I was bullied. Nobody gapped me up after after they, you know, you know, threw me in the in the threw me to the ground and kicked me, spin my face, call me a spick. Nobody nobody like nobody was cool like that. Like they, and there's a difference between when someone does something to be funny and someone does it to, with, with bad intentions. People don't understand that when you go to a go to any type of show, it's, there's no bad intentions. The intention is is humor. That's it. Now there are certain lines you gotta walk through, but like. Anyway. I'm I'm on the other side. That's that's one thing I've noticed. I'm on the other side. Of, I'm uh, I'm on the other side of the wall. i from went from audience member to 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 the other side. I'm no longer an audience member, and that's what I that's what I get. And that you know if I say something. If, what now the what uh what tony did the the guy who felt offended didn't go didn't didn't go up to tony personally he went on social media behind, without ever saying anything to him and like that's where the and that's another thing man that that's out the game humanity humanity's human interaction that is is out at the door you now like, like seriously, man, you can't come to me personally if you f- get mad. Much worse, people who get a aff- uh, get mad for other people who-, who otherwise wouldn't be mad. You know, uh, you see, uh, I see a group of, uh, of girlfriends, uh, like like a table of five. You now, I make fun of one of them; the one I make fun of laughs. The rest of them laugh except for one, and she has a you're so mean. You owe her an apology. Like, I'll go... Okay, first, I'll go talk to her. But who are you to tell me that someone else deserves... A, like, what are you trying to gain out of this? Is there something you're trying to, to, to take from me to make yourself feel better? Is there I don't know. I'm like I'm, I don't know where to go from here. I don't know. You know this thing is supposed to be entertaining, but like, I'm just a. a as much as I'm a fanatic, I'm an enthousi- uh, enthusiast. I, I try to. I guess I I, I watch comedy 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 podcasts and. Uh, and I try to learn from it. Like, the reason I'm doing this by myself today is because, um, you know, I was watching Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. I was listening, you can't watch it. I was listening to, to Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. And this is a little bit egotistical, me putting a video up on this. It's just, it, it, like, it bugs me a little bit as well, but, you know, <sighs> you no, know, it's like, so yeah, I feel like that, that that could be helpful. This this could be helpful. Finding a way to to basically rant, you know, rant for for about for an hour, half an hour to an hour. Yeah. Like I, I I I listen to Bill Burr and I just cannot grasp how how he can maintain that level, that his sense of humor and for, for an entire hour just by himself, yeah. Occasionally, there's another guest, but, but like Joe Rogan, the bit if Joe Rogan goes, um, Joe Rogan goes and does a podcast by himself, like it's no longer entertaining. Joe Rogan's podcast is the best in the world, simply over the the guests he has on, whether it be. You know, uh, like recently was Dave Chappelle, whether it's Elon Musk, uh, but hopefully this some me work on my stand which is what I'm trying to work out. One goal, I, my goal right now is to, to work, to be an opener, which is where you, where, where, which is a start, you know, I want to, you know, be the first guy, first, you know, where you go to show, to be the first guy, but, you know, right now I'm still on the back of many open mic lists, so I, I can feel myself working way up, I, I need to climb I need to keep climbing, like every time I go, every time I do stand up, I have to I go up with the nats, and so sort of like I'm the like I'm the I'm the funniest motherfucker in the room. and that has to be my attitude. Like that has to be my attitude, whether I I am or not. You know, I I, I like that someone is is funnier than me, and a way I want to be, I want to have. I wanna blur that line between uh confidence and arrogance. You know. I wanna say, you no, know, I'm a fun like like I said is I'm a funny motherfucker, but I can't do stand up. Then I'm trying to like blur that line, get them as close as, my, as close as I can. You no, know, you know I can you know, I can could, I can could, I could say I can say stupid shit. I can act like a fool. I can act like a fool up there, but I can't write out I can't write out a set. Especially up there when you have only 5 minutes, like, damn. Uh, oh, boy. I really guess I'm about having uh, my next guest probably I'm gonna see if I can have Pete Johanneson on. Was well, another comic uh I reached out to him a while back, he said he was still unconscious, his finals were said like after finals we got him again. I haven't I still haven't, but I feel like I really should right now. Because this it's just you no know, I'm sweating, fucking sweating. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord Anyways, you know, like I'm. One thing I know is I have to turn off. I have to turn off. I have to log out, but I can't because this is where I can't log out because of this thing. I have to, you know, put the podcast, you know, uh, on. I always have to put some type of content up, and I've been on high, and like doing my stand up. I took a, a little, a short hiatus, which it's not. I'm not really hiatus. i mean. Jesus. And this is like running running a marathon. It's like, can I maintain uh, can I be disciplined enough to maintain this for as uh, however long I feel. Like I'm going to cut it off pretty soon, but uh, got to say something, got to say something, got to say something, got to say something. <laughs> Try not to go blank on. Uh, so going back to, to what, I, what I was saying in the beginning. Uh, yeah. Got to log off. But I can't. Everybody wants to... <sighs> You just see how, how shit people are. It, it just bugs me. Like, you know, one thing, like, and I keep, I'm still, I don't want to, I don't want to be mad, but I am mad at the, how social media ruined, ruined the dating game. No, so it's hard to, you know, because the way I approach, you know, I'm a, I'm not. I'm not the best looking guy in the world. You know. I'm not very social. I'm the I'm the most goofy motherfucker. Everywhere I go, and I was like, and what I hate about it is like the way I the way I talk to people is like, you know, I use sarcasm. Like it's just you know that the way just that the way I talk. In person, when when you you know shoot it through text as DM or whatever, I just come off looking sound like an asshole. I'm just like a dick at heart. This uh one girl's got. I hope she doesn't watch this. Ah fuck it! If you're watching this. Oh well, let's tell the story anyway. So there's one girl stopped telling me from because I called her a pothead. <laughs> to to, to uh, taking you back, you know, we start started talking, you know, we were, it, it, everything was cool. Um, I invite her to you know keep in mind this, and this is what happened two times she stood me up. One time she had to, like, cancel plans because uh, she said she got too stoned. Um, the sec- and the second time was that she said she didn't come to my show because she, she got too stoned and, like, it was like, and she just didn't want to do anything anymore. I was like, hmm. You know, and I, I, I take you to stride. Like, I don't care. Like, do what you want. Like, I'm not going to get mad that, like, good, like, shit for me to do. And, but when I, but when I was texting her, like, trying to, you know, keep, to keep, keep, you know, a conversation going, you know, I, t- I texted her, like, you know, I told her, I asked her, uh, you know, just to... Keep keep conversing. Do you like Star Wars? You know, basically that's what I try to do. Because I, I look, I, I give any any girl a, chan- a chance to be somewhat interesting. I know most of y'all don't have any personalities because you think you're you're uh, you know, all you have to do is wear a cute outfit and uh, do your makeup right, your hair right, and and don't have to fucking talk to nobody. You know, just look at it. Go you go to a bar, look at a guy with, with like you know. Blink, slows, looks with, with the stupid look on your face, and we're, and we're going to approach you, or sliding your DMs, and what, you know, like just because of that that one picture that's a little too revealing. But no, I try, like, I try to give I, give, I give, you all that chance every time. I give women that every girl I talk to a chance to, to like, cause it was like, let's see what's up. Let's see was interesting. I try to pick, pick your brand. that's what I'm trying to say. So I asked her, you like Star Wars? No. Cause it's interesting, you know, I I'm am i am a little bit of a nerd. I like Star Wars. You know I'm a, you know a little bit about it. You uh, know and she took and she told me and she texted me back. Did I ever say I did? I was like you yeah, know yeah. but she was like are you 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 took that as an indict I didn't say you like Star Wars like as a demand. Like, no, now you like Star Wars. Uh oh, fuck that Star Trek shit you were watching. Star Wars. Watch the DVD, i like give her a pack of DVDs. You like Star Wars, like you better watch every single one of them <laughs> Um that that's basically that's basically how I how I how I you know perceive it. I was like like, I, like I just asked a question. Did I ever say I like Star Wars? Like, it's just a question. Gee, like, and I text her back. Like, Jesus, pothead, you take everything I say as an indictment. And she had the nerve to text me back like, "Oh, I don't, I am pothead. Who are you calling pothead? Like, Excuse me. Another like, word. I caught a migraine just for the." Uh I'm sorry, I'm sorry, honey. The, if this is the way you're gonna act, I'm like you're not gonna. We were we were done for the begin with. Uh, I wish you the best, <sighs> piehead. Who are you calling piehead? Jesus Christ. Like I have the person, like the way I am, like I don't like to go out, oh, like to do nothing. And like when it comes to like, <laughs> when it comes to like, when I go to do open mics and do my stand, like I never, I gotta stop bringing, inviting, like that. That can't be a date no more. You know, usually it's at a at a bar, you know, or or or, or whatever, where you drink and have fun. You know, meet people, be social. But, you know, me, when I'm up, when I'm there, I like to, like, whenever I'm waiting to go on, because I'm one of the last people to go on, I'm just uh, very, I have to wait a while. And I just sit by myself. Now, my best friend, my my brother, came with me uh, last time I was up uh, two weeks ago when I went down to Liberty Station. He wanted to go support me. I appreciate him for it. You know, I I did fairly fairly well, uh, because I, I didn't talk to you No, know, it's, and I, and I appreciate that, appreciate that one, but usually I go by myself, and it's, uh, just a lonely existence for me, I just, like, sit at a bench, or sit at a chair, and no one talks to me, and occasionally I try to start, start up a conversation, with. I I, occasionally I try to start a conversation but that's normally like uh, me trying to like loosen up and like I, and, I, and I put it this way, I try to get into character you know, before I go up I'm trying to get into character and not that I'm trying to put on not that I put on an act when I'm up there but there's a certain way I like to I have to be, like a certain way I have to feel to go up there and have a and feel and, like feel good while I'm up there that's basically what I'm trying to do but when trying to be in character, it's like, yeah, like if they, if that's why I can't take uh, take a like like I, t- I can't take a lady up there because because <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I'm clocking all these mean comments. I'm scanning the room, trying for for me to look what like like for mean shit to say. Uh, boy, like, in what force fight did you lose all your facial hair? Yeah, ew. What the? these <laughs> and like so. I'm, it's just not. I'm just this little awkward motherfucker, just trying to trying to to, to be in the zone, trying to to to, to get in that right line, state of mind, and like it's just not a. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just no good. It's just no good. I don't know, So I guess I'll try to wrap this up. But, you uh, uh, How many people are going to get mad at me for this? This is bullshit, man. If you watch this long, I really appreciate it. Uh... Stuff I won't plug in, like, um, y'all looking for something to do on a Sunday night, you know, there's usually, uh, and want to, you know, get a drink or have fun, uh, head out on the livery station, I perform there every Sunday that I, that I can. Every, every, every Sunday, uh, show starts at, like, uh, like around 8.30. It says 8 p.m., but they never start on time. Fuck. They almost never start on time. No place starts on time. Always waiting for someone to see. You know, that, that, that's well, so fucked up. You know, there's a list of 20 people already. And we always start late because, oh, no, there's going to be some fun, someone way funnier that's supposed to show up. You know, someone, us, uh, fuck you. So it's not and they always go into, like, one of the top 10 spots. Yeah. Uh, fuck you. Uh, insert. What's his face? Hey, not enough... Not, hey, someone funny is bound to show up at some point. Hmm. But... <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to be at Lirie's station uh, this Sunday. If they replied, uh, if they got my email, email sign-ups are on when they start uh, Wednesday at noon, all the way to Thursday mid- uh, at midnight. And not Thursday morning. I mean, like, Thursday going into Friday night. Friday, Thursday night going into Friday morning midnight. Uh, keep that in mind. So catch me at Liberty Station down, downtown Houston. You're looking for something fun to do. Show starts at 830. Uh, to uh, This week I'm going to uh, not be able to make it to to, to third floor, but uh, we'll see. But as always, next week, anything. Uh, Oh shoot. I got I got a busy week this week. And it's mostly family stuff. But uh we'll see how it goes. Uh every other every Tuesday. Uh except for this one, but every Tuesday that I can show up that I can show up, I'll be at at Third Floor in up in Bryant, Texas. Yeah, so go ahead and Google the names, Third Floor Cantina, Liberty Station. Liberty Station on Sunday on Sunday nights, Third Floor Cantina on Tuesdays. Uh, Red Yards, you know, they usually a full house, but I try, I'm try. i trying to get back there. You know, to, it was a fun place. Uh, thinking about doing, like, coming back there as soon as I, you know, receive receive word. Because, yeah, if so, if I'm going to be at Red Yards if they uh, reply to my email. I'm going to be available that night. So, if... So, keep on, go back in the video, try to jot these names down you want to go catch a show. Or, uh, that's all there is to it. All right, man, I'll see you all next time. Hopefully we have a guest, hopefully not. I'm going to get up here and rant again, maybe. Maybe I can get a, get someone, someone to do this with me. Because this is just, because this is just, you know, scrutinizing just to... <laughs> anyone who's listening to me talk this this long you ever talk for so long that you feel like that sense of drowning at at the at, at, like uh at the top of your mouth that's like that itch that irritating sensation but like you when you know whenever you fell into into a pool by accident or dip your head into a fast water when of be nose that's how my That's how my mouth feels. Anyways, time to wrap this up. Thank y'all for watching. Y'all have a good one. Y'all take care.